Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Did the Knicks get the jolt their season needed? The 49ers win and they're in. Can they? Plus, what will it take for the Raiders to get a win for them to get in? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The New York Knicks are on the cusp of the play-in tournament if the season ended right now. But on Thursday night, they got a jolt in the arm. R.J. Barrett hits a banked-in game-winning buzzer beater against the Boston Celtics to give the Knicks a win, 108-105. Joining me now from Locked On Knicks, Alex Wolf And Alex, uh, this is a team that I don't think has performed quite to expectations this season, but they still have a lot of talent. How likely do you think it is that something like this is the jolt, is the shot in the arm that this team needs to maybe take off a little bit? I mean, I want to just say, first off, it's hilarious that I think the Knicks found their match as far as a team that has also not lived up to expectations <laughs> right. this season with the Celtics. Cause I mean, I heard Celtics fans complaining about their team, you know, leading up to this game. Oh, they haven't been, they've been so disappointing, blah, blah, blah. I get it now, guys. I get it. And this, this has mostly been how the Knicks have been most of this year. So it's, it was nice to be on the, on the other end for once of the big comeback. But um, yeah, I mean, I would love to say that this is going to be a shot in the arm for the Knicks. Certainly, you know, we talked about it before we started recording. This is the first MSG buzzer beater in 15 years, which is wild to think about. Uh, it's also the first game winner that they've had, period, uh, since 2012. J.R. Smith hit two game winners in a row uh, during that magical 12-13 season. So to, the fact that it came from R.J. Barrett is just awesome. Um, you know, I think Knicks fans are really rooting hard for R.J., this is a tough game for him up until the final few minutes. And then in the final few minutes, like other than just getting that shot in, he really swung this game in a big way. And then he comes in and just, you know, casually leans to the side and makes a bank in three quarter <laughs> to win the game. So it, it was great for RJ, but also shout out to Evan Fournier, who maybe you were going to ask me about next, who had yep. a career high 41 points. I mean, that's just insanity against his former team. Well, one of the reasons why, in my opinion, the Knicks have not lived up to expectations is, Julius Randle's taken a bit of a step back and some of the guys that they expected to come in either with free agency like Evan Fournier or RJ Barrett in-house to take that next step, they haven't done it. This game, you get at least two of those back on track. Fournier erupts and although Barrett shoots four for 15, he makes the game winner and maybe this is just the little confidence boost that he needs to start making shots. He's not making shots at the level that he was last year. It, it's, it's the way that if you're a Knicks fan, right, you point to and you go, Oh yeah, this version of this team, this version of this team can win basketball games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know Julius Randle too. I think played played well to end the game as well after having kind of a shaky start. I think all three of those guys really sort of reclaimed themselves at the end of the game. Fournier, it was the a huge turnaround. I mean, I just I don't know what it is. I don't know if the Knicks just need to invest in some green spray paint to paint <laughs> the opponents' jerseys before games or something. But I mean, Fournier against the Celtics this year may as well be prime Michael Jordan. Uh, or, you know, if you want to just go with the scoring comparison, whatever, say he's like Clay Thompson at his best or something like, I don't know, but you know, he's, he's playing great against the Celtics this year. Um, you know, setting this career high in this game, being a team high plus 18. I mean, you couldn't ask for more from him. They now have two games, one in a row, 
you know, I think a lot of fans were thinking that this one was going to be another crap to bed performance. Luckily, they pulled this one out. Hopefully they can string some wins together here and, and maybe inspire a little confidence from, you know, the opening buzzer to the closing buzzer going forward rather than having to pull out a, a 26 point comeback again. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Coming up, the 49ers win and they're in. But can they? Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The official end to the Antonio Brown era in Tampa Bay came on Thursday. The move everybody has been waiting for finally comes as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers release wide receiver Antonio Brown. I'm David Harrison of the Locks on Bucks podcast. And now with today's news that Antonio Brown officially released from the squad following through on what Bruce Arians said following the Buccaneers win over the New York Jets on Sunday that he would no longer be a member of the Buccaneers. Since then, a lot of accusations, a lot of war of words being handled mostly through the media has occurred between the player and the organization. The team did state via the press release that Antonio Brown never communicated with the medical staff on Sunday about the re-injury or aggravation of the injury on Sunday against the New York Jets. Either way, Antonio Brown will now go through the waiver process so all the fan bases who want their team to sign Antonio Brown for the playoff push will have to wait and see if their team indeed does put in a claim. The Philadelphia Eagles, the first team holding a playoff spot that has the rights to claim Antonio Brown. For more on this and everything Tampa Bay Buccaneers, check out my co-host James Jarko and I on the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And while the end came, there is still plenty more in this story that continues even as we speak. Do not lose track of what is going on between these two sides. There will be more. The Steelers will likely be without their top receiver in Ben Roethlisberger's final game. The Steelers placed wide receiver Deontay Johnson on the reserve COVID-19 list Thursday along with center Kendrick Green, making it unlikely that either will clear protocols in time for the regular season finale at the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. Cornerback Joe Hayden was also placed on the reserve COVID-19 list Wednesday and defensive coordinator Keith Butler entered protocols the same day. The USFL on Thursday announced the hiring of its first four head coaches, Todd Haley, Kevin Sumlin, Mike Riley, and Bart Andrus. They'll play that season scheduled to start this spring. The league will have eight teams with 10 game regular season schedules running from April 16th through mid-June. A player selection meeting will be held February 22nd through the 23rd and training camps will open March 21st. Each team will have a 38 player roster and a seven member practice squad. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your college and pro football action this season. It's the final week of the NFL season, and there are some big lines to be aware of. On Saturday, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos face off. The betonline.ag line for this game is KC giving 11.5. On Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers hoping for a miracle from the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Colts so they can get in. The betonline.ag line for this game is the Colts giving 15 and a half over the Jags. Then it's a battle in the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills going against the New York Jets. The betonline.ag line for this game has Buffalo giving 16. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to get that bonus. Is another story you need to know. The 49ers are win and in against the LA Rams this weekend, but we still don't know who is going to start at quarterback in San Francisco. Will it be a banged up Jimmy Garoppolo or 
Trey Lance, the rookie who made a start last week and, and showed plenty of flash and promise. Joining me now from Locked On 49ers, it's Eric Crocker. And Eric, how much does it matter to the 49ers playoff chances? Who is starting in this one, especially given that Jimmy Garoppolo, if he does play, is going to be banged up? I think it matters a lot, you know, who, who's playing. And if it's me, I, I would look at it from this perspective. If I'm the LA Rams defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, who would I want to play against? And the answer would be the rookie because I could throw more at him that he has just not seen. We're talking about a rookie who has started two games while you've seen the flashes and you've seen the ability and you see the promise, but it's a very small limited sample size and there's so much that gets thrown at you as a rookie, so much that you just don't know. So Jimmy Garoppolo, while he does have his up and down moments, he's he's consistently inconsistent we know what he is. We know that he knows how to get through a game plan. He knows exactly what Kyle Shanahan is going to expect from him. Kyle Shanahan knows there's going to be a couple of weird throws, one that might be intercepted, but he's also going to execute the offense in a way that will allow the 49ers to win. And he's been in this type of situation plenty of times, as opposed to a rookie who, if he were starting, would be in his third career start in what is essentially a playoff game for the 49ers. If he does have to play, it, it does seem like it would benefit the 49ers long-term if he did, and even if he got to play some playoff games, even if it meant sacrificing in the short term. If you look in hindsight, there were no Jimmy Garoppolo involved, or if Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt to the point where he can't play, this would be an excellent opportunity to really kind of get this guy just more experience, big game experience, that type of movement. Anyone you talk to, when they talk about like the playoff atmosphere, and that's what this game is going to be. It's just, it's just different. Everybody's moving faster. Everybody's playing faster. The crowd, the there's just the anxiousness from everyone is going to be on 10. So if Trey Lance were able to play in that type of environment in this game, that would be a huge advantage to him and his career moving forward. With Jimmy Garoppolo healthy, are the 49ers a Super Bowl caliber team this year? <laughs> I would say that they can be, but... I'm pretty sure most people would say you need a lot of things to be very ideal. You know, if you go back a couple years, 2019, 49ers played Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. Jimmy I don't Garoppolo, remember that. <laughs> Jimmy G threw the ball eight times. Now, I'm not <laughs> saying that this, is, you know, it has to be that ideal, but when you have a quarterback who is a little limited and has to play within the, you know, confines of a more ideal scenario, yeah. You, you need little things to kind of go your way for it to be win. So can they win the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo? Of course. But things need to be really ideal for him to be able to uh, accomplish that. Coming up, what will it take for the Raiders to get a win to get in? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I had one today. No kidding. I almost had two. And then I was just like, okay. You got you to chill out and not because they're bad for you. That's the best thing about this. I could have had two and, and not felt guilty at all. It was more about making sure my supply was in order because I have finite built bars. Sure, I can order more, but then I have to order more. These things are so delicious. And again, you don't feel bad about having, let's say, a second one because low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, but high in protein and high in fiber. And, and what more do you want? What more do you want from food? And the cool thing is they have these built bites. 
that was why I was almost like, oh, let me have more because these bites are smaller. It is just, it's two or three bites and they come in great flavors. I got coconut almond, I got double chocolate and they are so good. They might as well be candy, but they're not. They taste like candy, but they are actually good for your body. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off. That's promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off at built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. 2021 is going to go down as the most tumultuous, perhaps, in recent Raiders history. Maybe all-time Raiders history outside of leaving town. They have a chance this weekend to make the playoffs. They beat the LA Chargers, and they will be in. Joining me now from Locked on Raiders, it's your boy Q. And Q, this is a, a Raiders team that has fought through plenty of adversity this season. They've won some of these games late that they need to win to get in. What do they need to do to upset the Chargers on Sunday? Well, you know, they just need to keep doing what they're doing. They're riding a three-game winning streak right now. They're finding ways to get it done. It's not necessarily pretty, but the only thing that matters is W's and L's. And right now, they have three in a row, and they need to get four. And they put themselves in this position. And I'll tell you right now, I didn't think four weeks ago that they were going to be in this position. I thought, okay, they're going to play out the rest of the season, go off into the offseason. There'll be a lot of decisions on who's coming back and who's not. And lo and behold, you know, to my surprise, boom. Here we are now. All of a sudden, we're looking at a week 18 win and get in type scenario. And like you said, a crazy style season. I've never seen one before like this. I don't think any NFL fan has seen a season like this. And the Raiders have an opportunity to win 10 games and get into the playoffs. Like, how does that happen? It really doesn't matter, but it's it's going to be a lot of fun to check out. Sunday night football, the very last football season of the, of the or the last football game of the 2021 regular season. I mean, the drama is at an all-time high. Cannot wait to see how it all unfolds. Yeah, Derek Carr against Justin Herbert. We are going right. to have must-see TV, no question about it. I wonder big picture, though, here, Q. This is a Raiders team that is in disarray. And there's going to be, I mean, organizationally. Um, and, and they're going to have a lot of changes this offseason. We don't know if Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback in 2022. How important do you think making the playoffs would be for whatever's next for this team, because I'm sure there are going to be some fans who are going, eh, lose the game, better draft pick, and and let's try and get this thing going in the right direction with the next coach. While other fans are going to go, wait, we want to make this job attractive. We want Derek Carr to ball out and beat Justin Herbert so that someone wants to come work here. What do you think uh, of, of those competing perspectives? I'll tell you, I think that this game is huge for so many different futures. You know, you mentioned Derek Carr, Rich Basaccia. You know, I know he's a guy who would love to stay on as the head coach. Is he that guy? We'll see. You know, who knows? I mean, I didn't think four weeks ago he was going to have that opportunity to say, maybe I deserve to be the, the full-time head coach. I thought interim is an interim, and that's what it's going to be. But again, now you're all of a sudden on the cusp of the playoffs, and you're looking at it saying, hey, we could do this. Why not? Right. And so this is Derek Carr's biggest game of his career. So uh, maybe he is the guy that they say, yeah, you know what? That was great. That was got into the playoffs, made a run with everything that went on. Yeah. I want to keep him around for the long haul, you know? And, and I mean, who knows? You know, there's, there's so many questions, but I think everyone in that locker room and everyone on that sideline has a vested interest in this game because they're playing and they're coaching for their futures, whether it's with the Raiders or someone else. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, the drama, like I said, can't be any higher than it, it really is here. And finally, Novak Djokovic spent a day confined in an immigration detention hotel waiting for a court ruling 
and dealing with the prospect of deportation from Australia because of an issue with his visa application related to COVID-19 vaccination regulations. The 20-time major champion from Serbia will spend at least another night in immigration detention, probably even the weekend, with his chances of playing in this month's Australian Open in limbo. Detention seems like the right place for him right now. Coming up Monday, how will the remaining open NFL playoff spots be filled? We'll get you set. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.